Hey guys, you're listening to episode 13 of Inside Kevin C. On this episode, we have my friend Tomas, who I met uh, first year of college, and I think he was actually the first friend I made in college, which is kind of crazy to think about. That, uh, that's been six years now, plus a little bit. Uh, but yeah, he lived right next to me for my first year, and in this conversation, we chat um, just kind of about what we've been up to, some car stuff personal finance stuff, and uh, a lot of random stuff. And uh, also to preface this, the we were in a pretty busy restaurant actually for breakfast, so I apologize for the uh, excessive background noise now. I think it's still uh, perfectly listenable, but uh, it is a bit louder than usual, so um, just so you know. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, yeah, take care. Can you filter out that noise a little bit? You probably can if you do some basic editing. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, it's just, I use it, I do it all in one platform, just Anchor, have you heard of that? And all you can do is move things around and uh, trim things. Oh, uh, okay. So, interesting. there's probably free editing software you can use to lower the tone down or boost us up, right? Yeah. But... I haven't discovered it yet. I'll, I'll, I'll get there. But this, the podcast I'm doing right now is just so casual right. that I'm not worrying about it very yeah. much. So. I'll make sure to talk a little more loudly, speak yeah. a little clearer. It'll help you practice your your tonality. Exactly. Your, uh, speaking from your chest or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> My name is Tomas. Can you hear just me? Just yell. Yeah. Yeah, talk like you're sending a radio transmission to freaking <laughs> Earth and you're dying. Can, can you hear me? <laughs> My name's Tomas. <laughs> Tell my mother I love her. But yeah, it, they were really fun weddings, honestly. Um, so why were there two? There were two because one was like a very Catholic wedding in a... Well, they were both in Catholic churches, but one was much nicer than the other one, more ritualistic, less people. Um, yeah, and then the second one on Saturday was like, way more people, more casual. Everything except the actual reception uh, ceremony was outside. And uh, yeah, but nice. Still seems is. I bet it was very expensive <laughs> for both. But, yeah. Well, that was in, is that in Bellevue or in Seattle? You know what? Don't know. Just somewhere in that area. The second one was in Monroe, I think. Oh, okay. And the first one was at the church that Tori goes to, I think. Uh Uh-huh. And that Mitch goes to. But I forget where that is. Ever since I saw his, uh, when we took that trip up to Seattle my freshman year, ever since I saw... His stepdad, Miguel's dad. His I've place. never met him, so... Miguel? Miguel's dad. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know, but, um... I just figured everything in their family is just... <laughs> money, money, money. Like, seven TVs in a single house, one in the bathroom, and the dude was in a, a, retired, a retired detective, and he has a huge pension. <laughs> Wait, this is Miguel's dad? Yeah. Dang. Weird. I'm pretty sure I that was his know dad. That. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't Mitchell's dad. Probably was, yeah. So, well, you've met Mitchell's dad too, yeah. I think. Uh, I think I met him like once. I can't even remember. Yeah, he, he's like a doll. 
tall, bald, white dude. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly, maybe the funniest person I know too. He was going off at the wedding. He's such a just roast. Was he roasting? Roasting Mitchell? everyone. No, everyone though too. That's the thing, including Mitchell for sure. But yeah. He says some of the most raunchy, hilarious stuff. And he's like 62 or whatever. Things to live for. Yeah. Crazy how old I feel like our parents are. At least my parents. Yeah. My stepdad is. He's 60 or 61. Yeah. And my mom is like 57, 58, I think. Yeah, that's exactly where my parents are. So it's hard to believe my stepdad's in his 60s because he's looked pretty much the same for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. He's but, aging uh, pretty well. Yeah, he's a. Uh, him and my mom are trying to. They're not in the best shape, but they're trying to be a little bit more active because stepdad's got a bit of a gut and mom has some brittle bones. Yeah. Not brittle bone syndrome, but just like, just to be really careful or not. Women deal with that more, right? I don't know. She, uh, a while back, like when I was still living in Northern California, she fell and broke her elbow and having been, she's had problems with it ever since. Dang. So, yeah, so she's trying to be more active. Same with my uh, stepdad. He actually, uh, I went back for Labor Day, and uh, about a week or so before, he actually dropped a knife through his foot. How do you drop a knife it was through a new, your foot? It was a, it was a brand new knife. So oh he actually accidentally dropped it and it went straight through his foot and oh. like severed an artery. Oh, dude. And he was like, my brother was telling me all about it. But, like, <laughs> yeah. but uh, he was in a boot for a while. And, and, uh, I'm not sure that, like, motiv- that's not been his only motivation, but like, sure, yeah. he's, uh, they both have been trying to, because Noah's going to graduate soon and then they're going to be alone. Nice. So they have to do something. <laughs> does your mom work? She does. She does. She okay. uh, works for Navy Federal Credit Union. Okay, I recall her working at a bank. Yeah. yeah, she's been working in the financial industry like for as long as I can remember. Cool. Apparently, she's really good at it because she recently got a promotion. I was gonna say, I feel like she last time we talked about your mom's job, <laughs> which was who knows how long ago, but she was like looking to get a better one. Yeah, she was working at Wells Fargo, but she told me she hated her boss, and so she, I guess, went to every federal credit union worked there for a while and then recently just recently she uh moved so our house was in Mira Mesa it's about 20 minutes away from um, downtown San Diego she was actually working like an hour north and so doing that commute and then she got a promotion I think now works closer oh that'd be awesome yeah somewhat get paid more and less time on the road yeah exactly sweet Um, so is she still planning on working for a while yeah, I mean, I just hope she likes it. I mean, yeah. financial industry has no motivation whatsoever, like right. banks and all that stuff. But apparently, she's really good at it. Yeah. She's also going back. She's also doing school. Okay. Yeah. She's getting her degree in public policy. So is she looking to get a new job with that, or? I think she's just looking to go upward. Yeah. Wherever that leads her. I'm not really sure what her primary motivation or dream job is, if there is one for her. So is it? public policy that's the whole I think weird so I wonder how that would apply to working at a bank or credit union I'm not exactly sure it's a degree from uh, Arizona State online all online and uh, I'm not really sure maybe it's government stuff 
I don't know. But uh, it'd be cool. Get in there before you retire. That's exactly. <laughs> My mom is very patient with her planning. That's yeah. what I mean. Like most people at her age, like born in her generation, may or may not have a college degree or like. Who knows where they are, but she's still playing out going upwards yeah. at 50-something. And my her. stepdad is highly skilled in his area, so... A, I think, yeah, it seems like... The way I'm sort of thinking about life now is like... Maybe I don't need to retire Here's that ever. delicious scone for the both of you. Oh, thank you. It's super delicious. Awesome, thank you. Wow. That's the other good part about this place. I was give you free skills. <laughs> free stuff. But uh, what were you saying about you thinking now? Oh, well. I just feel like people are always. Uh, talking about how retirement's actually not that great for a lot of people. Right. They lose, like, purpose and meaning uh -huh. and just get depressed. And so I don't want to experience that. Oh, exactly. My, uh... And if I like my job, then boom, why retire? Exactly, dude. Like, I feel the same way. My, uh, my mom was telling me that. She was like... Why, uh, like, you know, with everybody saying, oh, retire at 30 or 40, sooner or later I'm going to get bored of just sitting around or even traveling. Like, yeah, well, people always say, I'm going to travel. It's like, you travel for the next 20 years of your life? Like, what is that? If you, if you really are set, or you can, like, go into a different country and stay there for a while. But I always feel like the U.S. has been my, I mean, it is, but, like, I'd always want to come back here to have, like, a set home. Do you feel like you have strong desires to travel? Yeah, I'm a. I pay off my student debt next month. Nice. So, my first. Instinct, wow, dude, that's actually awesome. Yeah. All of your student debt next month, and you're only two years out. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah. And um, my first instinct is to get my dream car, but my mom is like <laughs> trying to uh, temper me. As Your dream car. Yeah. Your passport? Oh, my dream car. Oh, dream car. Yep. That, was, that makes way more sense. <laughs> that baby is ruining this podcast. But, um... Wait, what's your dream car? Because I've been getting into cars recently too. Mustang? Yeah. Do you have like a model or a GT? Okay. You have I a probably year? won't like say, so this is 2019. I probably won't get the new one. I mean, obviously the new ones are like 20, 30, 40,000 dollars, right? Probably more. Yeah. I would be fine with getting like a 2000, a 2008 one. Sure. Or like an older model. Like, it's just my dream car is that Mustang. Um, and, uh, and like, yeah, I can really start building up savings and whatnot, actually doing it. I have a partial, I have a 401k through HP's benefit system for contractors. It's only giving me like a, like a full week's worth of paycheck, but it's taking a, a portion of my paycheck every, so I get paid every week. Every week? Weird. Yeah. I, it's annoying, honestly, how much <laughs> yeah. I have to like record my hours and whatnot. But um, I do. It takes a portion of that paycheck and puts it into the you know account and builds that up. And then if they let me go next October, I can just cash that out. But, or I can put it into a better one. Who 
knows? My mom says there's better ones. I don't understand that crap whatsoever. So. Do you mean a better retirement account? Yeah. Yeah, like a Roth IRA, maybe? Something like that. I am not familiar with the terminology whatsoever. I think Roth is like a dude who created the account or something like that. And IRA is like... ROA? R- IRA. R- something retirement account. In, in the return on investment or something. Or what? Return on investment. R- oh, ROI is return on investment. Right. But IRA is yeah, some type of retirement account. I have a Roth IRA. My parents set it up for me, and I just put in Thank you. 50 bucks a month. Thank you. Of course. Any hot sauce, ketchup, or anything like that? Uh, I'm good right now. Thank you for me. Thank you. Now's the part when it gets really quiet. We just eat. (laughs) Well, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, like, I still would want to travel. I don't think I'd want to spend my entire life traveling. Yeah, my grandma, she uh, was a social worker at a hospital in NorCal for, like, for as long as I can remember. And uh, when she was in between, towards like the waning years when she was thinking about retiring, and then when she actually retired, she was doing a lot of traveling. She's gone to Africa, Europe, Asia. Wow. She's been to every continent but Antarctica and South America. Oh, really? I feel like she's gone there. I can't really remember though. Sure. But been everywhere. Uh, but now that she's retired, she's on a fixed income, and uh, I mean she has a bulk of savings, but she needs that for <laughs> yeah the to future. keep herself afloat. Yeah, so she can't travel anymore. And my mom has been like, yeah, it's cool and all until you are on a fixed income. So you know, I'd rather be like you were saying. If I love my job, I'd rather be working. Not, you know, back-breaking work until I, you know, can't really do anything anymore. Yeah, I mean, I want to get to the point where, like, I could retire at 40, right? Like, I'm wealthy enough to be able to do that, but I'd want to keep doing other stuff. Yeah, if you think your job is, like, actually, like, really meaningful and you really like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going into real estate now. That's my... I don't know if we've talked about that. You told me, yeah. Yeah. School for that starts a week from tomorrow. Oh, is it actually school? Well, licensing school. So it's just two weeks. But... Yeah, that's something that's cool that... I think you can get a lot out of and then you can start transitioning into like investing and doing more of that and so my uncle's been telling me the same thing investing in property and 
What not? You totally should. Especially in this market. Oh, yeah. So if you need a realtor, Tomas, <laughs> I'm your guy. So, is it school in two weeks? Yep. Really? Two weeks and it's... Yeah, just to get your license, then you take a test. Gotta pass the test. And boom. You're send, a real estate agent? Send in your application, yeah. Get approved. Wow, that's a lot faster than I thought. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> so weird, I never knew that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, a lot of people go in and a lot of people fail. Have you like but, done any like studying on materials or like textbooks or whatnot? So I mean, after they become an agent, like they drop out really fast. But as far as the test goes, I don't know what the pass rates are. I think they're sixty to seventy percent. A lot of people I've talked to failed it the first time, surprisingly. Even people that are really successful. So, it may just be something entirely new to them. Yeah. So you're not going back to school for masters? No. <laughs> no more philosophy, sadly. Did you still like philosophy as an undergraduate? Yeah. I mean, I liked it the whole time, but... I would probably do some things differently. I might not get a different degree, but I would have taken more, like, I would have taken accounting or some business classes, I think. I, uh, remember when I switched my freshman year from econ to English? Vaguely, yeah. So, it was like in January, or it was like beginning of February that I did the whole switch, and I dropped econ, but I was still in my accounting class, because I still had to take that in order to be full-time. Yeah. And like, I like did the work, but I stopped paying attention. And I failed the final, but I passed the oh, class. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my crowning achievement. Yeah. I was like, yeah. But hey, uh, I'm surprised. Yeah, it's just like I like my brother's thought. Financial industry did not interest me whatsoever. I mean, like the concepts and stuff are like very key to like. There's like personal finance and whatnot. Like, yeah, that's important. Just like that's why I that want is a, that is a career. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I just feel like yeah, I'm not super interested in finance per se, but business. Like starting a business seems really cool to me now, which is kind of what I, I'm going to be doing, right? Like yeah. you don't you don't work for anyone else as an agent. Yeah. You just create your own brand and. Eventually, you get busy enough where you hire someone else to start working for you. And then, Kevin R. Coslin, licensed real estate agent. Yeah, exactly. 
and that's really cool, I think. Like, and that's how people make a lot of money too. Is they're the owner of things. Yeah. Like working for someone else doesn't really get you rich in most cases. Yeah, in some cases. I mean, in it most depends case, what you in consider. most cases. Yeah, I think when most people think they're just working for someone else, it's like the bottom of the pecking order. Yeah, but. I mean, you might, I guess what I mean is you might be rich, but you might not be wealthy. Like, yeah. You're still tied to that job forever, right? To keep your income that high. Yeah. And plus, what are your expenses going to be at? Like, if you're making 200 grand, people are spending a lot of that money on houses and cars. Yeah, but I don't plan on being one of the rich people that spends it on a gigantic mansion and six cars. So, right. We, uh, my D&D group went down to Salt Lake last, the other weekend. We went to see this uh, theme park called Evermore. Heard it? Wait, so I thought you went to the, for the BSU game. Nope. Oh, really? No. Oh, dang. How is everything? Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Do you need anything? Also, uh, coffee. Yes, of course. I'll go bring you some. Uh, no. <laughs> we went to, like, further down into Salt Lake City oh, okay. to see this theme park called Evermore. I haven't heard of it. It's, like, this fantasy-themed theme park. Um, so, like, Dungeons & Dragons type stuff. And yeah. Oh, so, is it actually, like, legitimately affiliated with Dungeons & Dragons or no, those types? It's of... just its own brand. I think okay. it was started by some Hollywood set designer. Hmm. So... Yeah, and um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we went down there for the weekend, but we stayed in an Airbnb. It was like the basement of this pretty big house. I wouldn't call it a mansion, but um, it was in the basement. And it was like a really nice, I wouldn't even call it a basement, it was just a lower level. Sure. But their garage, this family, it's probably a husband and wife and three little girls. As, uh, we met the dad and the three little girls, but they had a seven-car garage wow. with a smart car parked in it and charging. And like, I was like, even if I had a family that big, like, what does a seven-car garage even look like? What it's there's two garages technically, so one was three, the other one was four. Oh, okay. And like, even then, like, wow. why do I need seven or six or seven cars? Why do I need... Because. Because yeah. I can't. Because yeah. <laughs> you can, yeah. Yeah, that, that part has always been hanging me up. It's just like, just because I can, doesn't really mean I should. It doesn't mean that you should, but what do you want, you know? It's like, literally, if you think about the world, Tomas, there are people out there who are so filthy rich that we can't even really comprehend it. And how do, how do they get there, right? They did some things. They did a series of things, a very long series of things, to end up in that spot. And imagine if you did that same series of things, right? Or similar. Where could you be? I still think I would want a six-car garage. <laughs> you may not want a six-car garage, but at some point, you're so rich. And let's say you really like cars, right? So you've got your Mustang. You have some free time. Start looking around at other stuff. Huh. What am I interested in? These other old cars are cool. I've been described as a minimalist, though. 
Okay. Literally, I was interviewing at a That's job. That's good, I guess. I was interviewing at a job, and um, one of the guy, one of the interviewers was asking me stuff. And I told him I like, you know, keeping things small, not trying to have too much. And uh-huh. apparently I went on and on about it. He's like, oh, you're a minimalist. <laughs> really? I was like, if that's what it is, yeah. So you intentionally do that? Keep things not as expansive? Um, well, I think a minimalist is someone who doesn't like own a lot of common things because they see it as not adding value to their life, basically. Maybe even taking away. Yeah. Honestly, like, if something accomplishes a task or... I mean, like, I wouldn't... I'm not living on the bare minimum. Like, obviously, I have sus... I have stuff. You're here with me now. That's... Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's more than a lot of people can say. Well, that's more than... uh, I'm minimalist of what I do. I don't know. Are we doing split checks? Am I correct? Yeah, you're correct. Perfect. Alright. Anything else I can get for you? Uh, we're good, thank you. Perfect. And then there's no rush on the Okay. Thanks. Uh, we're not stylish enough to warrant her thinking we're a gay couple. Unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honey, you're okay. Yeah, we should have talked more flamboyantly. But, um, like, maybe it's because where I come, I mean, like, my family is middleest of the middle class. Yeah. And just like noticing, you know, while we couldn't exactly be carefree with our money growing up, we couldn't exactly be, you know, it's not like we were dropped dead poor. Right. So we couldn't do stuff and whatnot. And that's like just the way I grew up. Just like, I can do that, just, you know, be mindful of what you have. And I don't like getting rid of things I can possibly fix. That makes sense. Like, I'll give you an example. So, I have these Beats by Dre headphones, you know, the big noise-canceling ones. You've seen yeah. those? Yeah. So, they're showing their age, and, like, one, it's got oh, a yeah. crack. <laughs> yeah. It's got a crack. One of them, one side has a crack, sort of, in the band. And uh, some of the earmuffs are just fraying. Yeah. So, I replaced the earmuffs. And uh, I use super glue to fix the crack. Now, it's my, I would think most people just say, these are like six or five or six year old headphones. Let me just go get another one. Not me. So, yeah. That's probably what I would have done, honestly. Yeah. And like the temptation is like, yeah, I can get a better set of headphones that don't require, because it's a wired connection, that don't require head- or wires. But it's just like, why when I can fix these for almost free yeah and less than like a tenth of the price yeah I think that's good it's good to be aware of it like that you know do you feel like there was ever a point in your life where you had like a realization about money or any sort of like paradigm shift 
Realization meaning just like, oh, it's like you, you understood how to manage it better or something like that? My dad tells me all the time that I'm really good at managing my money. Not yeah. to say that as like a slight against my my brothers and the rest of my family. <laughs> Relative to them, yeah. But um, I mean, uh, like to pay off my student debt in close to two and a half years, and not yeah. try and blow it on God knows what. So like, were you were you overpaying your I payments? Am, yeah. yeah. So a thousand a month. Which I'm able to do. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm eating table scraps or anything. So, yeah, it sucks, but two and a half years. So. Way better to do that. Destroyed. What? Destroyed. <laughs> this is really good. Good. Yeah, I like this place. It's just wacky, you know? <laughs> Definitely got some personality. I like that the servers can dress up. Yeah. <laughs> so Maggie's sister's in the color guard for Boise State. Okay. And uh, we went to watch. Uh, the Treasure Valley band competition, so all the high schools, and uh, they're performing on, on the blue. And uh, we actually we went later because she, uh, the Blue Thunder band, performed last. But uh, we all, we watched like the last two high schools, Timberline and Skyview. They're actually really good. Yeah. And like it's so weird to watch high school bands because like when I where I came from Northern California, my school didn't have a band. We had like a couple of people on like specific instruments, but that was like six or seven people. How many people went to your school? To Carnal Newman. Oh, I can't even remember. Not enough to have a band. How many were in your graduating class? A hundred something. Okay, yeah. Pretty small. I mean, compared to, like, most public schools. Like, we were... You went to a private high school? Yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. And, um, like, obviously our musicians were, like, really good. We had a music teacher and whatnot. But, uh, we did not have, like... If we did have... Serious band. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I don't know how many high schools were there, but like we, they filled up, like spectators filled up like a full half of the stadium. The ones, the one closest to uh, the skybox. So I was like really impressed with like the coordination and like I guess they put a lot of funding and time into it. So that's cool. I yeah, I'm gonna learn to play an instrument at some point in my life for sure. You know. I think music is so, so fun and so enjoyable. And actually, one uh, one of my coworkers at the pharmacy, that's what he he like travels around to high schools around the country to teach band high school bands like 
formations and yeah, wow. whatever. Yeah, because it looks like the stuff they do. That's a lot of practice. Yeah. I mean, our, did you have friends who were in band at BSU? TJ's wife? You, you remember TJ? Yeah, Allison. Allison. Allison she was yeah. in the band. Yeah, weren't the days like, they have like band boot camps and they're there for like weeks, 12 hours a day yeah. for weeks, yeah. Yeah, uh, Maggie was telling me that Liz, who's in the color guard, her boyfriend Logan is, uh, I forget what instrument he plays, some sort of trumpet I think, but um, I remember when school started, they were gone for a couple weeks at band camp. This week, or that, this one time at band camp. <laughs> Well, I never went to band camp. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so yeah, I totally believe it, how much work they put in. Andrew, Anderson, yeah, Andrew, yeah. Uh, remember, did you, did, did you ever know Chris uh, Butler? Sounds familiar. Okay, yeah, he and his now wife are, did it also. Yeah. So, they were really good. Yeah. yeah, they had some of the high schools had props and whatnot. But they they had like a you know there's a theme to each of their performances. I think Skyviews was like ideas and innovation, and they had like glow up light bulbs on the turf. Dang. It was really good. So, have you been inspired to pick up a band instrument now? I don't know, dude. But like, all I could think of when I'm watching that was a. Uh, that Spongebob episode, Band Geeks, where they play Sweet Victory. Oh yeah, that's amazing. I would probably watch that two-minute clip like, so many times. times. Yeah. <laughs> I, me too. I literally oh, got in the God. car when we were getting going home and I played that song. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's the thrill of one more kill. Oh my oh, God. I need to watch that again. I was so pissed they didn't play it at the Super Bowl after teasing it. Do they normally? Do they, tease they teased it? it because everybody, because the creator of SpongeBob passed away last year. Oh, dang. And everyone thought, like, since the Super Bowl's coming up, and there was, like, this white, this petition on one of those websites. Change.org. Or yeah, something like that. <laughs> and, like, over a million people signed it to, like, play Band Geek or wow. um, Sweet Victory at the halftime show. Yeah. And there was a Twitter, there's a Twitter account for a, that specific stadium. It was in Atlanta. And they teased it. They, like, showed a gift of Spongebob in his band uniform. Really? And everyone Dang. thought, oh, they're going to do it. Yeah. But they didn't, uh, they just, like, did oh, something that's lousy. that's so disappointing. I was... People were raging, and I'm, I'm like, the NFL's <laughs> never gonna bow. Well, there's so much money involved. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're less flexible with that sort of thing, you know. They have to be. So that would have been cool, though. It would have been so cool. So freaking cool. No. No, I wasn't really inspired to pick up an instrument, but I was just like, wow, that's that's pretty, that's impressive, what they yeah. do. I know. No small feet. Are you working on anything uh, outside of work? Uh, I've got a couple pages of this one short story that I'm really focused on that I think can actually go somewhere. Yeah. Um, I'm actually like really interested in. What counts as going somewhere? What I usually, what I'm prone to doing is writing down a bunch of like beginnings for stories or like different parts and just having like six or seven of those. And you just don't finish them? No. Okay. But this one. This I one think, you can see finishing. Yeah, because a lot of, I've told the beginning to some people and people like are laughing their butts off at it. Um, 
So I might as well just tell you. Is uh, it a comedy then? Somewhere along there, yeah. And it's like deep, and it's like kind of personal. Like, not exactly me telling my own story. I'm taking liberties, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, when I first got my, when I had my first communion, when I was like, what was I, like seven or eight? I don't even know. I don't know. I'm not Catholic. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know, remember what age. The age of reason, I think, the, call, or the Catholic Church calls oh, it. Oh, yeah. When I could actually comprehend things. <laughs> sure. Uh, they have such cool titles for everything. Yeah. But, um... I remember when I had my first communion, like the church is all filled up and whatnot. Uh, I go and take the Eucharist and whatnot. Yeah, it tastes like bread and whatnot. And I go and take the wine. I've never had wine in my life. But I didn't know that. I was just a little kid. I thought, oh, this is actually the blood of Jesus that I'm going to drink. And I go to drink it. It smells a little odd when I put the chalice up to my mouth and I, and I drink it. Oh my god, dude! I almost puked right the then thing. and there. Oh. It tasted funny, like you're like regurgitated wine. It tasted exactly like cough medicine, which I hated. Oh really? It was red wine, probably. Yeah. But like, sure. I'm like, why does Jesus's blood taste so bad? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I almost puked. And like, luckily, I was able to control myself. But in Choking the story, I'm gonna actually have. The main character puke it back up oh, on the priest. <laughs> on the priest. Yeah. So uh, why? <laughs> because I think the basis of the story is going to be this kid caught between um, ethnic and ethnic dilemma. So part Latino, part white community. It's called a uh, title's called Chicano. Chicano. Which is someone of Hispanic descent born in the U.S. Oh, really? Like an yeah, American community. Okay. And it's kind of based on like my own struggles with like different parts of my family speak Spanish and like more inclined with their Hispanic roots, and some are just you know typical American, if you will. And uh, I wouldn't say I had like enormous moral dilemmas growing up. It's just like, oh, I don't know what to do in this situation. And so I think with this main character, I don't think I've actually named him yet. I wrote, I've written like the first four or five pages, which is more than like most of those ideas that I usually do. Okay, yeah. So um, I think this has the thing to go somewhere because I know the story. Yeah, that's, that's true. Dang. And at the end, I'd be so horrified if I puked on a priest. And. The thing is, this kid lives in an English-speaking household, but has a lot of Spanish-speaking family. So they're in a Spanish mass where he's getting his first communion, and then his grandma's speaking to him in Spanish, and then or is Spanish and English, and the priest is all in Spanish. And then after he pukes, he tries to say "lo uh, siento," which is "I'm sorry." But he says like something really derogatory. <laughs> so, where the struggles come from? What do you think the biggest struggle for you really was? Is there anything in particular? Growing up? Yeah. Being antisocial? No, but I mean involved with your race. Oh. My dad is always trying to get me to learn Spanish. 
but <laughs> just him nagging you. <laughs> yeah, basically, and like no one around me really took it seriously. And like, yeah, I, I can understand a lot of Spanish, but I can't really put the words together. Like, I'll pick up on certain words and body language and stuff like that, and I can almost guess the meaning of what someone is saying. Like, it's pretty easy to tell when two Spanish people are speaking Spanish, but actually talking about you, or like saying, oh, this gringo, what not, with that. Um, but, um, and, uh, and like just feeling like even now, it gets harder and harder to pick up like a language fully as you get older. You like, think so? Yeah, it's so, like, children pick up a new language really more easily than a grown adult. I know they can do it like without thinking really, but yeah. so, I think you can still keep gaining like neurons oh, yeah. until... I'm not saying it's impossible, I'm just saying it's a little more difficult. So, and plus, I've, I've got a, at HP, we've got a team in Guadalajara, in Mexico. Really? Yeah, they're, they're our coding team. Dang. And uh, those guys speak pretty good English, um, you know, for the most part. And when I learned that, I thought I could be a better team member if I actually learned Spanish. Yeah. And like, maybe even, because like, I notice sometimes where what they're trying to get across in English isn't the full meaning like what they could really say so I felt that I could, had an opportunity to maybe bridge the gap a little more because communication especially in a corporation like HP is everything yep so <laughs> but I still haven't done that so and it's your job right it's basically communication right um yeah say that more clear communication yeah so but I still haven't done that so I think even now it's still just like I hold it against myself for just being lazy so yeah. growing up you know I still I was like Tomas you speak Spanish I'm like no <laughs> no and my dad was always trying to get me we went to Mexican restaurants all the time and he was always trying to get me to order in Spanish too like the waiter lady, yeah. and I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no dad. don't make me do it. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I, do you actually, you just feel guilty about it because he wants it so bad, or do you think it's actually useful? It could like, definitely do you think it's be worth, useful. You think it's worthwhile, basically? Oh yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. You should yeah. do it then. <laughs> what I tell Just myself. Do it. I think part of it is still a little social anxiety. Talking to, walking up to someone and starting talking to them in Spanish. I know oh, yeah. the one true way to learn Spanish. Learn is it on your own too. I mean, true, but to like actually use it and converse with someone yeah. is like the really the only way. I mean, not the only way. It's but like really good to get that. The experience. one to really immerse yourself and feel confident about it. Right. I agree with that. Just preface, mi español está muy malo. <laughs> I don't know. My, my verbiage is awful. Yeah. <laughs>
I don't think uh, learning a new language seems cool to me, but I just don't think it's useful enough for me to sink the time into at this point in my life. I mean, if you're around a certain demographic, or not really, maybe demographic is the word, certain language-speaking people most of your life, it's probably not the most useful thing. I mean, English no. is accepted as, like, a universal language, I guess. But, uh, you never know what you could learn from speaking a language and then walk and then, yeah. yeah. Well, you can build rapport with people really quickly, yeah. Which is really cool. Have you seen those videos of polyglots, like, talking to each other? Poly who? Polyglots. They're, like, people who can learn languages, like, in an instant. No. Or, not in an instant, but they just pick them up so quickly so they know, like, a dozen languages. And then, like, they run into another polyglot and they can just, like, switch languages all over the place. It's super cool. It's insane. Yeah. I remember I watched this. Uh, doing? Good, doing Thank well. You. Do we get you more coffee or coffee to go? To go would be great, Perfect. actually. Perfect. I'll actually go get that right now. Awesome. I watched this documentary. I think it was on the Discovery Channel back when I was at college. Of these guys that were traveling around recording uh, endangered languages. So oh, less really? than like Dang. 100 people or something spoken in the world. Or yeah. They recorded like languages in South America and stuff like that. Then there was this one in like Eastern Siberia, like on the edge of civilization. And I forget how they heard about this language, but um, it was uh, some Russian language or some subset of it. There's that for you. Do we take that plate for you? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Of course. Are you all finished? Or are you still? Uh, I'm still working on this, but. Okay. And uh, they were going to record this guy who was like probably the last speaker of this language. And like he could speak it, but he had actually, and I don't know if it had a written form or like among the people that used to speak it, but he had actually created his own written form for himself. Dang. But the thing is with like Russia, they're really prejudiced against like other minorities down there and so they were punishing him for speaking it and he actually destroyed his own writings and like he got super emotional when they came to record because he's like I would have shown you guys my writings if I felt like I'm like oh god what a sense of loneliness that must give you to be like the last of your so just kind I mean so like he speak, spoke like know? Russian and all that but like right. that one language that he was holding on to yeah, that's... I felt so <laughs> bad. bad, I'm like, oh, damn it. Oh, right in the heart. So, yeah, that's cool. I think the my story, at least, will detail a lot of the cultural push and pull that I experienced. Maybe I'll exaggerate on certain things, but... Of course, yeah. Part comedy, part drama. Well, good luck. All right.
What uh, what's the status of your job too? Just hit my first my one year at HP. They have me through next year. This time next year. They can either choose to extend me, cut me loose, switch me to a certain position, make me full time. They can do a lot of things. So I'm trying to make myself as useful as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Go above and beyond. Are you still working at, uh, are you still tutoring? Yeah. Um, it's not as busy as last year was. Yeah. Like, last year I was, like, getting almost 20 hours a week. Dang. This year I'm lucky to get maybe three or four. Three or four is <laughs> nothing compared to 20. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Hey, thank you, too. you too. Happy Halloween. I know. What are you guys, are you guys doing? Anything? Um, I thought about going out last night, but I was way too tired. But yeah. I might go out Halloween. Okay. I, yeah. I got a pink Care Bear onesie. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Nice. What about you? I have no plans. No plans? If you hear of any, let me know. Okay, I will, for sure. Okay. Yeah. You just have to come back. That won't be a problem. Alright. <laughs> um, I will take those plates away. And then you guys can stay as long as you want and just chit chat and whatever. Okay, thank you. What do you have going on today? Uh, I need to clean my room, dude. You need to freaking clean your room. Yeah, it is a mess. I am really bad for some reason at holding my clothes. Because when I put my stuff in the washer and dryer, like I do a bunch at a time. And even when I take it out, I don't immediately fold it. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> so. I need to fold all the clothes I have. I put them on my bed specifically so I can get back and home. sleep until they're folded. Yeah. Um, I need to go get my lunches for the week. You need to go get them? Yep. Where do you get them? Winco. Deli section. Oh, really? Uh, I feel like I've stopped. $2 sandwiches or whatever. Yep. And um, I'm trying to get off of lunch meats, like processed meats and stuff really? like that. I'm not saying the deli meats are any are, I'm not saying the deli meats are, you know, a thousand times better, but trying to eat more salads, whatnot. Because I gained like I was at the gym like a month ago. And my weight <laughs> and my weight jumped to like 199, 198. Which nice. Damn. I mean That's impressive. I should technically be gaining weight, but like not that fast so I was like okay yeah. time to tone out with the stuff that I really don't need so the deli stuff is really cool and it's cheap yeah it is I love Winco so much it is a godsend yeah good luck with the sandwiches get all the sandwiches <laughs> What about you? I'm uh, gonna go to the gym after this. Nice. And I might be playing ping pong later with my professor. We'll see. I don't know if I'll have a car. My car is in the shop. Oh. So I'm using you get my uh, huh? How'd you get my mom's car. Uh. So they're at church with my dad's truck, and yeah, unfortunately, 
I've got it today. So. But I don't know if they're doing stuff later today, so. Yeah, thank you. So we'll see. I'm gonna be getting a new car, hopefully. We'll see. What type? Do you know what type yet? No. no idea. Something good and reliable. Yeah, old reliable. <laughs> like Toyota or Honda. <laughs> One of those two. Have you seen the new uh, Supra? I have not. You should look up the new uh, Toyota Supra. It's that's the 2019 car. 2019 or 2020. But I've been yeah, I've been getting Supra into cars recently, and it's bad because I have no money for any of that. <laughs> 2020. Like, why am I torturing myself? Supra. Yeah. Oh. It's super cool. There's some like controversy about it, but this one. Yeah. What controversy? I think it looks super dope. Well, it's they co-made it with BMW, so it's got a BMW engine and a couple other BMW parts, and so people are like, it's not a real Supra because. All the quote-unquote important parts about it are BMW, whereas like a 1991 Supra, that's just full Toyota. So. But I'm not quite that snobby yet. Yeah, <laughs> so. not yet. Not until I have a million dollars in my pocket. Yeah. Talk to me in a couple of years when my I'm at the top of the real estate game. What gym do you go to? Johnny's Fit Club. Oh, okay. Do you, sometimes, do you go with Andy sometimes? I used to go with him occasionally, but he dropped his membership uh, to go to Axiom. So many people go to Axiom. I know, it's a good gym, but, uh, well, Johnny's is a good gym, but it's like got slightly less amenities than Axiom, but it's way less busy. I just think it's more comfortable. So I go to Crunch over on uh, State. Okay, yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah, it is. And uh, I usually don't go on Mondays because those are just absolutely packed. Really? But the rest of the days, I can get my stuff done. Yeah. And whatnot, so. What's your weekly split or routine? So Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays sometimes. Uh, there's some guys at HP that actually play Ultimate Frisbee. And sometimes some people from T-Sheets or it's Intuit now. Right. They'll come over and play. So there's a y, there's a YMCA down the street from HP. So around my lunch break, I'll actually just go down there and play with them. Or sometimes there's a field. HP has a field too. And sometimes on Fridays we'll play there. So, but it's a daily or it's like if we even get enough people. So we need at least six people for a game. Yeah. Um, and we don't usually get that. So if I do play that Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday, I won't go to the gym. <laughs> but if I if I don't play, then I'll go to the gym. It's nice to just get all that energy out. Feel those. What are they called? Endomorph endomorphins. Endorphins. Endorphins. Endomorphins sounds cool though too. <laughs> yeah, I I love going to the gym. It's amazing. It's nice. I just feel so energized there. I'm getting hopped up on caffeine before I go to. <laughs> How could I have possibly known? <laughs> do you drink any... So do you really drink any caffeine outside of soda? Uh, occasionally soda. Um, what other drinks? No, I've been trying to drink a lot of more water. Yeah. Just because... 
like certain days. Certain days I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night super parched. And I'm like, I need more water. Yeah, drinking water after you wake up tastes so good. And HP has a, bu has a bunch of water fountains. I just fill it, I just go and fill my water bottles. It's like, free water! I try to bring my water bottle everywhere, but when you're driving for like six hours a day delivering drugs, it's like not convenient to have to pee all the time. Right. So, kind of yeah. sucks. Cause I used to convenience in my part. Yeah, I gotta like intentionally not drink that much. <laughs> What's Maggie doing? She, uh, so she works at NNU. Okay. She works in the admissions office. She's an admissions counselor. Uh, she is, as grad school, master's in social work. And, and she has a um, internship at St. Luke's. Doing what? Social work. Social work at St. Luke's? For who? What do you mean? For who? Like who would... Oh, the um, um, uh, maternity ward. Oh, interesting. I guess that's... I think that's where she wanted to be placed anyway. Really? Yeah. So is that like postpartum depression stuff? Or... I think it's... I don't really know maybe social the... work means. <laughs> I mean, I know... Obviously, you're not a doctor, but you're providing... No, you're not a doctor. It's more... Communication, understanding problems, uh, yeah. communicating between the doctor and the patient, maybe a little bit. Oh, okay. Because they're more of an intermediary. Something like that. I would imagine so. Yeah. She could probably give a more detailed explanation. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, so she's doing all that. I'm not sure if it's actually yeah. a maternity ward, but some mothers have have had babies or are about to or whatnot. And so she splits time between the St. Luke's in Nampa and the one in Boise. Oh, okay. Is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. How long has it been for you guys now? Since May, that's seven months? Six months? May, June, July, August, Almost September. six months, yeah. Almost November. Crazy times. What's her last name? Alcaraz. Alcaraz. Alcatraz. That's what everyone probably thinks of first thing. It's like me, Tomas, and Thomas, right? I know. You got that today. Yeah, even though he, he wrote it down right. I said Tomas, and he put T-O-M-A-S, and then he said Thomas. Yeah. And I was like, dang it, dude. You're so close. <laughs> you know who actually really pronounces my name right every single time? Who? The bouncer at Hannah's. Really? Which one? The, <laughs> the big guy with the spiky hair. Okay, yeah. You know which one I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. yeah. He, he's like, he's like thank you, Tomas. I'm like, thank you. Nice. It's weird when they tell you, like, happy birthday, and it's in, like, a month. Do, they, do you ever get that? Where they say, they, like, look at your birthday, and it's like, oh, oh happy maybe. early birthday. It's like, dude. I, I, think, I remember going down. We're in April. <laughs> like once or twice on my birthday and then saying oh happy birthday but it was it was actually on that day yeah that makes so, sense but I never went 
if I did go in the month of March, they didn't say anything yeah. other than on that day. Bar culture is a whole weird world. Yeah. How about you? Seen any ladies? No ladies, really. <laughs> you know any good ladies? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like it would, if I had known, it would have uh, come to me really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Now, like, me and Maggie have been friends since uh, we, um... Since Trio? We did, yeah, Trio. And for whatever reason, like, I like to keep in contact with those people sometimes. I don't... Like Jose, you met Jose, right? My old roommate. Maybe. <laughs> um, like up until that point, like I only had one or two jobs before that, but like that, even though it was only for two months, that was like a really meaningful job yeah, for me. More and bonding. Yeah, especially. I've never had that experience before. So I'm still friends with a good majority of those people. Some I don't talk to just because we're out of contact and whatnot. But um, and Maggie, I hadn't seen in a while, and then just had to make it serious. So yeah, I kind of feel that way about some of my RA coworkers. Just I, don't, I don't talk to them most. Thanks for listening to episode 13 of Inside Kevin C. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Tomas. I know that I did. It was good to catch up with him finally. And uh, yeah, that's it. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to contact me. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.